It's like you yes. expect the hot flashes, the weight gain, all that stuff, but nobody tells you that you're going to yes. think you have early onset Alzheimer's or that your anxiety or depression is going to spike or yeah. that all of a sudden your husband or significant other may not recognize who's in the room anymore because you're no longer, your mood swings are like here, there, everywhere. Yeah. There's just yeah. so many aspects to perimenopause that we don't talk about. Welcome to the Woman Warriors podcast. You worry, I worry, we all do. If you're paying attention to the world today, there's a lot for women to feel worried and anxious about. As we explore the worries with curiosity and compassion, we learn to live more authentically and unleash the warrior within, someone who is strong, capable, and resilient, come what may. It's time to stop battling against yourself and start using your powers to meet everyday challenges with energy, purpose, and bravery. Now here's your host, Elizabeth Cush. Today's episode is brought to you by Three Invitations to Come Home to You. If you'd like to learn how to feel more at home in yourself, you can sign up for your free invitations at elizabethcushcoaching.com. Hi, and welcome back to the Woman Warriors podcast. I'm super excited about my conversation today with the hosts of Hot Flashes and Cool Topics. But before we get started, I just want to check in, see how you all are doing out there in the world. Spring is springing, at least here in Maryland, and I'm excited about more and more people getting vaccinated and restrictions easing and just being able to be outside in the sun and warm weather and all of that. So I hope that wherever you are, maybe you're seeing some springtime, maybe not, but I hope that things are easing wherever you are. The reason I'm excited about, well, I'm always excited to talk to my guests, but Colleen and Bridget, I've been a guest on their podcast and I did a Facebook Live with them about anxiety in midlife and how to manage. And they're just both such giving, fun, easy women to talk to that I, I was excited to be able to reciprocate and have them on my podcast, especially as my coaching business for midlife women grows. It's always great to talk to other women who are entering or approaching or in fully in their midlives and get a sense for what's going on for them. If you want to know more about my coaching business, you can go to elizabethcush.com or elizabethcushcoaching.com. You can find me there can sign up for a 30-minute discovery call or sign up for the email list. So the guests today are Colleen Rosenblum and Bridget Biaggi-Garrett. They are hosts of the Hot Flashes and Cool Topics podcast, where they talk about everything to do with midlife and beyond and are proud to showcase interviews from health and wellness experts, relationship and career coaches, and primetime women such as Patricia Heaton, Mary Lou Henner, Carla Hall, Marsha Mason, and more. Let's jump into the conversation. Hi, Colleen and Bridget. Welcome to the Woman Warriors podcast. Thanks for having us. We are excited to be here. I'm excited to have you guys. It was so fun being with you on your podcast and then doing the live Facebook, which I hadn't 
done before. That was also good and nerve wracking. You You did great. You You did did great. Thank you so much for doing that. Yeah, that was great. That was really fun. Mm -hmm. It was really fun. And like I said, nerve wracking, but it's all good. (laughs) So if you could tell the listeners a little bit about each of you and what inspired you to create your podcast, as well as that your Facebook group, which is really awesome. Thank you. Well, my name is Colleen and Bridget and I have been friends for about five years. We live in the same neighborhood and I actually started my professional career as an attorney and learned very quickly that that was a mistake. And although (laughs) we like to say there are no mistakes, just life lessons. So that was a life lesson that I tried to get out of relatively quickly and then stayed home with my kids for a while and decided I needed something for myself. So I became a certified Pilates instructor. And I taught for about 12 years. And right about the time where I was kind of wanting a change, Bridget was just ending her second career and I'll let her, you know, tell her story. But we were at lunch one day and we were talking to a friend of ours who who has a podcast and we were like, oh, you can do your own podcast. Like we were like, well, that's interesting. And we were talking about all the things that we have in common in midlife and beyond that the media and societal norms seem to be really taking their time catching up with. And we're like, you know, there must be a show that talks about a lot of this stuff. And, and there are some great podcasts. We always say that, but they're very kind of niched down. We wanted to be the all-encompassing, like the umbrella we like to call where all the topics fall under. And so we were like, well, we've never done this. We can do it. Having <laughs> absolutely no idea how difficult it would be but it has been an absolute journey. We kind of just put the seatbelt on and decided to go for the ride. And we've been having a blast, right, Bridget? That's right. The fast roller coaster ride. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Move it on the big one. And yeah, so I'm a former elementary school teacher. And then I got into acting when I moved to Nashville, not anything big, but just little bitty parts around the state of Tennessee and in Atlanta, Georgia. And I started to think, I don't know if I really like this. I don't like being at a studio all day and never knowing when you were wrapped, (laughs) whenever they would call it a wrap, your schedule was just all up in the air. And I was starting to get tired of that about the same time Colleen was wanting to wind down her Pilates business. And was it that day, you know, at lunch and our friend Karen was there that has her own podcast. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the number of times that we ran to her house, sat at her kitchen table, please show us how to do this again. You know, now how do I do this again? Yes. Pre-COVID. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we just, we have learned a lot in the past year and a half and are still learning and have met tons of great people like you. And um, it's just been really something just how it's gone. And that's, it's like Colleen said, there were things that we just felt like we weren't being seen in this demographic. And you really have to dig to find women in this demographic, because if you're not really looking for it, it's usually not out there. I know. And and you probably, you know, the same thing. Yeah. So we're really happy to be in this group. We're thrilled with the people that we've met and to find other women in our demographic to just keep our voices going and being stronger together. 
That's awesome. So your podcast is only a year and a half old. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Wow. (laughs) September of 2019 we started. End of September. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. For some reason I had this, well, I guess because your Facebook group is so vibrant and you've got some amazing guests. Like I was picturing you guys had been doing it for, I don't know, like since podcasting was a thing. <laughs> since, pod- <laughs> since the beginning of podcast time. Yes. No, <laughs> right, right. Before, before you were even in midlife, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but we've been so very cool. lucky. We've been mm-hmm. very lucky and people are like, oh, you must know someone. And we're like, no, we, we really are just didn't. very tenacious. Mm-hmm. And I think people are like, stop bugging me. I will do this. <laughs> and Colleen is never intimidated. <laughs> so I think she is never intimidated. She just boom. And that's actually helped me build a lot of confidence because I don't think that I would have had the courage to ask people to be on if I ha- hadn't seen her do it first. Yeah. And yeah. like, okay, you know, she's still alive. <laughs> she, yeah, it did not kill her. And even if some say no, she's, she's still okay. So I'm like, Oh, the worst they can say is no. Okay. I can do this. If she, and so she's been a really good role model for Thank that. You. You're yeah. welcome. Yeah. Well, and I feel like podcasting has for me personally, just helped me feel more confident. And yes, my ability to ask people, I don't know, to be on the podcast, but also just to speak and be present and have my voice heard. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. would have never dreamed that I would have been doing this three years ago or two, yeah. two years ago. <laughs> year we, seven months ago. It's like, I know we had that lunch in July and by the end of September, we were on. Yeah. Like within two weeks, we were out buying microphones. We were buying microphones and more microphones and more yes. microphones. Yes. <laughs> yes. I hear yeah. you. I mm-hmm. hear you. So. Also, I just want to mention that your for listeners, like your Facebook group, you guys put a lot of time, it feels like to me, just how often you're posting and responding and present, a lot of time and effort into that. But it's such a, I feel like it's a great resource too for, you know, for people to ask questions, but also to gain resources for whatever it is they're looking for. Thank you. We worked really hard to grow it. We have about 3,500 women in it now. And we want women to feel like I can ask anything here and I'm in a safe place. Like it's okay. So, you know, we try to post articles and reference guides and our podcast episodes, obviously, because why wouldn't we? It's our group. Mm -hmm. Of course. course. (laughs) But our, our podcast episodes are always related to midlife. So anything that is related to our demographic, we are happy to share in the group. And we try really hard. Sometimes it doesn't always work. Someone will slip in to promote or advertise themselves. We do have one day Fridays where people can promote whatever they want, connect with each other, because we do want that as well. There are business people in there. But for the most part, it's really building community and shared experiences and resources. Yes. And it's a safe place, like you said, for something that might be bothering a woman and she doesn't know where else to turn. She doesn't know who to ask. And that there's a group of women, you know, of over 3,500 women that this might have happened to. And so they can answer her. It might be a product that she's wanting to use to help maybe a menopausal symptom. It could be something else to do with midlife. And, you know, we may not know the answer to her question, 
we will try to find it. But somebody in that group usually knows or has some advice to give her. So that has been really great. And I've learned a lot from that as well, just from their questions and the answers. Yeah. And so what do you see as some of either some of the issues or both, like some of the issues you've struggled with in midlife that you felt like weren't being addressed, but also within the group, I'm sure I would imagine there's themes that people are asking about wanting resources for. What are you seeing as the major struggles for people, women in midlife? Well, obviously menopause is a big topic because women ages 40 to 60 are usually struggle with pre Perry and post. So there's the common denominator of the symptoms that go along with perimenopause. But one of the things that I think I found relatable and yet shocking at the same time, even though I was experiencing myself, was the mental health aspects that go along mm-hmm. with hormonal imbalance, but also just with everything hitting you as a perfect storm. Your kids are getting ready to leave, your career is changing, you're viewing life differently. And I suffer from anxiety disorder. I have for many, many years, most of my life, but it hit a peak at 45 for me. And I had to seek treatment because it just, I wasn't even able to like drive down the street without turning around and having to go back home. That's how severe it got for me. And there are a lot of women suffering from anxiety and depression, suicidal thoughts that think they're, they can't tell anybody. They don't understand that they're not alone. And Bridget always says one of the greatest joys we've gotten is when women say, I feel less alone in your group or listening to your show. Cause that's really our theme or our intent of the show was you're sitting at a table with us and whoever the guest is, or just us, if we're just chatting away mm-hmm. and you're just enjoying a glass of wine or drinking a cup of coffee and sharing your life experiences, because we have a commonality in that we're stronger but there are so many things that women are afraid to talk about in midlife. So I would say for me, the mental aspect was probably my, my biggest thing. What about you, Bridget? Well, that was such a, a big one too, because like you said, you're going through menopause, but you don't realize this could be something related to menopause. You, you, you attribute it to something else going on in your life or ages. Uh, Yeah, anything. But Mm -hmm. I think the invisibility uh, thing uh, was a big thing for me because Mm -hmm. you would hit this midlife and you notice in advertising and magazines, it's, and Colleen always says you go from diapers to depends and there's nothing in between, (laughs) nothing in between. between. And, you know, you start to feel invisible and, it's really, that's been a big thing. So many women feel that way. And we want to change the narrative. We don't look like what our grandparents look like in our fifties. And, and I always say it has a lot to do with the hairstyles. (laughs) 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 It's mentality too, but it is mentality. And it's so great to see women in our demographic, you know, just kind of coming out and saying, Hey, that's not who we are. You don't, you know, in the advertising, the marketing, you world, don't represent me. Yeah. That that's not me. You know, yeah. uh, this is what we look like. And I love seeing all the women that are just doing all kinds of things. You know, the, the groups, they get together, the hiking, the exercise, any kind of group that they're getting together, which they can't really physically get together right now, but they were, but even yeah. online and seeing the presence there has really been remarkable. But for me, I think a big struggle was just that feeling of just all of a sudden I'm invisible, that no one's paying attention anymore. 
Yeah. Yeah. It, it's interesting. I recently, well, and I love your comment about diapers to depends. I might add like a thong in the middle, right? <laughs> diapers <laughs> to a thong. Yeah, yeah, that's to, to granny constantly. panties and depends. There you yes, go. Yeah. <laughs> but all right. Yeah. I will talk about my own midlife struggle. So, cause that is totally what it was about. Like I can remember so I went through menopause before my older sister. So she's two years older than me, but her being two years older, she had friends who were going through perimenopause and she was familiar with some of the symptoms. And I remember calling her very anxious, very upset, maybe even a little de more depressed than I had been in a long time. And I was like, I think I might have Alzheimer's because I just can't remember things. My, my focus is off. I'm just so foggy all the time. And she's like, Biz, no, it's, it's you're, you're in perimenopause probably. And I'm like, oh, and I, I didn't even realize that it could have that much of an impact impact on sort of just day to day. I mean, yes, I was having the hot flashes and stuff like that, but just feeling so not like myself. Mm -hmm. It's like you yes. expect the hot flashes, the weight gain, all that stuff, but nobody tells you that you're going to yes. think you have early onset Alzheimer's or that your anxiety or depression is going to spike or yeah. that all of a sudden your husband or significant other may not recognize who's in the room anymore because you are no longer, your mood swings are like here, there, everywhere. Yeah. There's just yeah. so many aspects to perimenopause that we don't talk about and midlife yeah. in general, because menopause, it's a freedom. Like once you get, not that I would know because I'm going to be in Perry for the rest of my life, but <laughs> Bridget luckily is ahead of the game on that one, but it's a freedom that, okay, you now have 30, 40 years of your life to live. What do you want to do with it? And nobody yes. talks about that. Yeah. So we were well, like, well, then we will. Yeah. 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 Well, and to me that, what do I do now? Right? Like I've raised my kids. I've you know, I worked in a lot of smaller jobs, but it's like, all right, well now it's my turn. And somebody said to me recently, like, you know, you're doing all this stuff. I'm like, I feel like this is when I just started my career really mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. you know, but it's exciting. Like it doesn't have to be like, this is the end of your life. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And we just want all kinds of women to know that. And if there's, if there's one woman that we can pull out of whatever funk she's in or feeling, that's great. I'd love for it to be many, but if we can get a message out there and that they start to feel better, or if there's something, anything that they can, you know, we've talked about empty nesting. And now mm -hmm. Colleen and I are not familiar with dating. Um, we date our husbands. <laughs> but, we have, yes, we both, yeah, but we do yeah, have we do. experts yes. that, uh, yes. that come in so, and talk. Because so many women do go through life changes. You know, they may be widowed. They may be recently divorced. They may have never married. And, yeah. you know, they, they're entering this phase. Their children are out of the house. And what could we do? So we do like to try to talk to a lot of different people that are experts in an area just to, to you know, hit as many, not hit them, but to, <laughs> yes, you know, to physically uh, reach, knock them touch out. on as many. Yeah, yeah, touch yeah. on, out, reach out to as many women as we can. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's true because just because we're in midlife doesn't mean we're actually, you know, whether we're emptiness, we may be single, we may be, yeah, it could be mm -hmm. so many options. There's so many aspects and we always say our kids are watching. So my daughters, I have two daughters, 
they're not going to be afraid to talk about menopause. They're going to be sick of the concept by the time <laughs> they get there. And they're going to yeah. see that, you know, okay, mom changed her career how many times? It's okay. She she was happy, you know? Right. And so we are doing this, number one, to make women of our demographic be seen and heard, but also for the next generation mm-hmm. so that they don't have to struggle with what do I look like now? Yeah. Who should like, I be? What's going on? There's some answers. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's a whole nother thing is like, okay, <laughs> what happened to my body? Like, yes. right? yeah, yeah, we talk yeah. about that. That oh, little yeah. midlife yeah. middle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. Oh, yeah. And I mean, and also to be accepting and forgiving yes. of yes. yourself. Like, oh. you know, don't be so hard on yourself to try to look this certain way. If you feel fine, You know, it's important to be healthy. It is important to take care of yourself and to be healthy, but not to hold yourself to something that was in a magazine. To the J-Lo halftime show. Yeah, we're we're all, you (laughs) know, and I'm happy for her and that is fantastic. She looks that way, but I'm not going to look like that. (laughs) You know, I could, unless I quit eating right this second and just exercise for the next two months nonstop. I might kind of look like that, but I probably won't. But you know, but that's just okay. to be accepting. That's yeah. okay. Just yeah. you're to be accepting and to forgive yourself because you real you probably most people aren't doing anything that horrible, but most people are doing the best they can. Absolutely. And yeah. And just to give yourself some grace. Yeah. And so what like what for women who may be just approaching either perimenopause or midlife, and they're thinking about like, well, what can I do to be better prepared to be not blindsided by some of these things? What would you suggest? I think number one, I would say, get yourself a good doctor. If Mm. you go to your gynecologist and they have either one, no clue what you're talking about, or two, use the term, it's just menopause, find another doctor. Because there are not a lot of specialists out there that deal with midlife and menopause, but they are out there. You can go to like the North American Menopause Society. They have local referral doctors. There's Geneve.com online that you can actually go online and talk to doctors. So I think for me, my first suggestion would be find a good doctor, educate yourself because you're your best advocate. And talk to, if your mom is here or <laughs> talk talk to your friends, but don't, when you talk to your friends, know that their experiences are unique, separate, and distinct, that they may not have a shared experience that you do. But if you can mm-hmm. find a good doctor who will actually listen to you and let you know you're not crazy, that can make this whole experience so different. Right. Yeah. And like Colleen said, if you don't like what's going on, find another doctor. I know it can be a pain sometimes. But it's so important because, you know, I think I've shared before I had a, my gynecologist when I was in Perry, she didn't believe me. She said, you can't. And it was a woman. And I was, you know, I specifically wanted a woman and she was about my age and she was like, oh, you're too young. I was 47. And me too. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought, well, I have a sister that was 43. So really, I don't think I'm too young. And when I had the blood work done, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, your follicle count indicates this. But I still, you know, then she put me on a fexer. 
that did nothing for my hot flashes. And I wasn't particularly, you know, depressed. You know, I think that hit more with the empty nest is when I kind of got more depressed. Mm -hmm. You know, so I finally, I just had to go to uh, some other places before I found something that was right for me. So that's such a good advice, Colleen, you know, is finding a great doctor, but educating yourself. I didn't know what perimenopause was until I was in perimenopause. I I knew what menopause was. I'd never heard of perimenopause. And, you know, the more you can learn about this in your thirties, you know, though we have talked to women that have gone through menopause in their twenties. Wow. And usually it's something has happened where they had or to have surgical. A, or, a sur- yeah. Yeah. Hysterectomy. hysterectomy or yeah. 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 On, something on like on that. Hormone. Yeah. Yes. Suppressing drugs. Yeah. And yeah, you know, we've talked to them, but just like she said, educate yourself. There is a lot of information and I didn't realize that you could, you know, with telehealth, but this was even before COVID, that there are gynecologists out there and some really great ones across the country that you can go online and contact them. Mm. And, you know, if you can go get your blood work done locally and have it sent to their office, you can do that. And, you know, these are things that I had no idea that were available to women our age. So it's, it's great that we can get the word out that these things are available. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I agree. So, so much. And so of all, like, I don't know, you've had some pretty cool guests on your podcast, some pretty, for me, at least in midlife, pretty memorable names. So <laughs> like, what, what are some of the insights you've gained just talking to, well, not just famous women, but through the podcast? Wow. That's a big question. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. You know, honestly, it doesn't with, you know, yes, we've interviewed women like Patricia Heaton and Marsha Mason and all these really iconic names, but they all kind of have a shared experience of ageism as we get older. They've all gone through peri and menopause at some point in time, whether it was bad or good. Um, they've all suffered empty nest if they had children. So there's a commonality to the journey of life that whatever path you're on, you still go through these things. And I think also a lot of them who are healthy and strong have the same mindset that we talk about, which is, you know, you used to exercise and diet to fit into that size, whatever dress. Diet, not so much, but you still exercise to feel good and stay healthy. So you can have health longevity. So your mindset changes as you get older. And we notice that with a lot of the guests that we talk to, that they have that mindset change as well, that they're eating healthier so they feel better. And Bridget and I are working on that part. We're <laughs> yeah, still, I know Me what too. I need Me to too. eat. Yeah, we I both kind of know it. We know it. It's just doing it. You know, we both is. love to exercise because we feel all right. Bridget loves yes. it. I do. Yeah. But, does. Um, <laughs> just to feel good and healthy because it, it helps every aspect of your life. It's not necessarily to fit into a size that you're never going to fit into again, yes. but to actually say, I feel good, get the endorphins going. I feel healthy and strong. So I think with the guests, there's a commonality to the aging Mm -hmm. process and also that they want to change the narrative like we do. Like, what do you want to reflect? What do you want to say? How do you want to live a beautiful midlife and beyond? Which is a question we ask a lot of them. So that, I don't know about you, Bridget, but I'd probably say that. Yeah, I think that's a really good one. I do know, you know, there's some 
that we've listened to, some famous guests or, that we've had, that they have never married or they married much for the first time, much, much later in life. But the optimism that they still want to have a really great romance, a really great love. And, you know, they, they, I've had, you know, two women, uh, kind of well-known women that have said, oh no, I'll, I will, I, my great love's still out there. And I'm like, yeah, good for you, but you know, and right. because they, they're so, they're very optimistic and they don't, they have not given up and not to say that being married or whatever is the end all be all. It's not, it's not. The there's still life. firsts in their life. Like they still have a they're first. They're still first. Yes. And mm-hmm. so that was a, a big thing that always stood out to me. And, you know, like when we, Melanie Chardoff, she got married for the first time when she was 65. Wow. So yeah. And I mean, she had a lot of different relationships in her life, but that was the first time she just really thought it was never going to happen. And mm. she did get married, but that's been one thing. And like Colleen said, the health, that they, none of them have ever stopped doing anything. They are still, you know, like Marsha Mason is still in play. Well, we love her. Oh my gosh. She was so great. And she was so nice and adorable. And I mean, she's teaching classes online. She was even doing this whole play online, like, you know, shared screens doing a play online. That was really impressive but just the messages that they're getting out they're they're writing books they're doing all kinds of things and they're just not stopping so I think that's a big thing I've learned they just never quit I'd say Mm. that was the big thing good point yeah yeah thinking about like what the expectations at least for myself you know I turned 60 last year and I don't feel like I'm at the end of my life, you know, I mean, where I think I look back at maybe my grandparents or when I was younger and thinking about 60, I was like, oh, that's so old. I can even remember my, my oldest brother, who's four years older than me, who said something like, you know, I know that when I turn 40, I'm just going to be useless. So I'm probably just going to kill myself. I mean, and he said it as a joke. It was not meant as serious, but like, yeah, basically like your life is over once you get to midlife which I do not believe at all. Mm-hmm. And it's Mm-mm. so nice to feel that way, that there's like a lot of life left to live. Yeah. I, you know, it's so funny. I, I feel like I'm freer now than I, yeah. I ever was, even when I yeah. was like in my twenties, because in my twenties, it's like I was counting the pennies really closely. You know? That too, right. Yeah, right. I didn't. Right. Uh, and then I had children you know, so you didn't have a lot of freedom there because you had your children and I love them. And, but now it's like, well, they're on their own and wow. And and now we can afford to do some of these things that we couldn't afford in our twenties. So there's a lot of freedom. This is probably the freest I've ever felt in my life. To kind of piggyback on that. It's a mindset thing. Are you looking forward or are you living in the past? It is really wonderful to have those memories of buying your first house and raising your kids. And, you know, I am, my daughter's getting married in September and I'm looking forward to that and future grandchildren that hopefully will be years down the line. But um, (laughs) it's a mindset. You have to have something to look forward to. Otherwise you get stuck in that melancholy of the past. They're great memories. You carry them with you everywhere, but you still have more adventures. There's still future journeys to explore. So Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times when we talk to 
women on the show who are having trouble letting go of the past, they get stuck in it. It's like quicksand. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's changing that mindset. And you know better <laughs> with your background how to do that because you're an expert yeah. in the field. But yeah. it really yeah. is changing the mindset to kind of have future expectations as opposed to the past. Yes. Yes. I would agree. Yeah. And yeah, focusing on the things you're grateful for and that you love and that bring you joy and give you that freedom to whether you have extra money or not, but just the freedom to do mm-hmm. things the way you want to versus right. what everybody else needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So if there were a tidbit, a piece of advice, some nugget that you wanted listeners to know if they need support in midlife, what might that be? There are so many resources out there for you yeah. that, you know, keep Googling, but you know, like Colleen said, Genev is a wonderful site. Mm. for midlife women. Dr. Sherry Ross has a wonderful site. Um, She has Sheology. She wrote two books, Sheology Sheology and Sheology, the sequel. There's the midlife movement in Great Britain there. They have started so many wonderful things. There's midlife online magazines. Yeah. Crunchy Tales. We have so many of them. Yes. Next Tribe, Prime Women, Crunchy Tales. The narrative is changing. It's slow, mm-hmm. but we are starting to be seen and heard. But I guess if I had to give advice to women in our demographic, I would say live your best life. Don't live it in terms of someone else's best life. Mm-hmm. Because when we used to say, I'm never going to survive this. I'm never going to survive it. You did survive it. You will continue to survive it. And what seemed overwhelming at 30, like when people go, oh, 50 is the new 30. I don't want to be 30. Like, don't put me back on 30. I don't want to be for 50 to be the new 50, whatever that is. (laughs) When they say that, I'm always like, why? Why do you want to go back? I don't want to be exhausted again. I was so exhausted in my 30s. No, it's true. So live your best life. However, if it's taking a dance class, if it's learning to sew, if you want to change the world like Bridget and I do, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's your choice. It's a freedom you have earned. Earned. And yeah. don't be afraid to ask for help. You are, mm-hmm. it's still okay to say, I don't understand, or I'm feeling overwhelmed. I need help because there are resources like Bridget said, you know, you can always email us at how flashes cool topics at gmail.com. We are not experts in anything but our own personal lives, but we can certainly help refer people to someone who is, of course, we may refer them to you, but that's right. <laughs> <laughs> expect some phone calls and emails. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, it, it can be so isolating midlife for a lot yes. of people. Reach out, you know, mm-hmm. ask. The worst thing people can say is, I don't know, but here, try this person. And mm-hmm. just, just enjoy it because it goes so mm-hmm. quickly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And and you're not alone, right? Right. Um, yes. We're all, yes. We're, there's lots of us out there. Yes, there are. <laughs> and yes. we are growing by 2050, and, we're going to outnumber everybody else. So they better start listening to us. Because yes, by then, we'll be doing the eight over 80s podcast. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yes. <laughs> so how do people find you guys, your Facebook group, your podcast? Where do they find you? Well, the podcast is on all podcast platforms. So if they look under Hot Flashes and Cool Topics, and it's the ampersand. It's not the word and. It's the ampersand. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can find us on all 
Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, you name it, Podbean, we're on all of them. Hotflasheskooltopics.com is our website. And our Facebook group, if you go under groups on Facebook and type in Hot Flashes and Cool Topics, you, it will pull up. We love to have new members. You know, we have an intro day where we get to know everybody. We try to connect people from different states and different countries. It's, it's fun. And we just, if you, you know, so many women say, I wish you had talked about this. or I wish you had talked about that. If you have an idea you want us to explore, email us at hotflashescooltopics at gmail.com. We will find the experts in it mm-hmm. or Bridget and I will just chat about it. <laughs> we'll <laughs> we look just, up and chat, but we'll try yeah, and we'll find find the experts. We'll and, um, oh, yeah. We just yeah. want to answer the questions women have in midlife. So please be interactive. Mm-hmm. We love that. And we're mm-hmm. on every other form of social media. But right. Talk does neither one of us want to do TikTok. We're not on TikTok <laughs> or Snapchat. We're not on Snapchat. Yeah. 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 So, neither yeah. one of us have yeah. a great desire to TikTok our life away. No. So. no. Yeah. 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 I, that doesn't, but yeah, I think you have to find, yeah, what works for you. And <laughs> yes, we don't have to be on all of them, right? That's right. Find That's your right. audience. And I don't think our find audience is audience. on TikTok. No, but <laughs> yeah. we are. We're yeah. on Clubhouse now, and wow, that's uh, taken off. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I just got an invitation. I have not been on it yet. So oh, join! To, Come check it's out. It's pretty interesting. Clubs. Yeah, I yeah. will. Yeah, I will. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it was so fun talking to you guys again. You guys are so easy to uh, just have a uh, conversation with. But I appreciate you guys being on the podcast and. Yeah. Thanks. Well, thank you so much for having us. Thank you. Thank you. This was fun. We appreciate it. This week's episode is brought to you by three invitations to come home to you. We all have different parts or voices we hear that can influence how we act, how we feel, and how we engage with the world. When we can get curious and learn more about all of our parts with compassion we begin to feel more at home in ourselves. I'd like to invite you to explore some of your parts with the three invitations to come home to you. When you sign up, you'll gain access to the prompts that will be your guide to help you get to know you and your parts a little bit better. To get access to your prompts, and find out more about working one-on-one with me, go to elizabethcushcoaching.com. Well, I hope if you are a midlife woman that that conversation resonated with you. I always love talking to all women, but Bridget and Colleen are very dear. And again, as I said, I've been on their podcast and on a Facebook Live with them, and they're always having amazing new, exciting guests, but talking about all kinds of things on their podcast as as it relates to midlife for women. And I love the message that they just want to normalize it and bring some of these topics that we really have struggled to talk about in a more public way to the forefront. And that's really important because I know, as I shared, when I went through perimenopause and menopause, there were a lot of things that I didn't know and a lot of things that were surprising besides the hot flashes and how horrible they were. Just aging and your body changing, but also the mental health stuff that really showed up for me around 50 that was really hard to handle. And I didn't understand how closely related it was to my hormone shifting and my body chemistry changing. 
So know if you are in midlife, there are women out there going through the same thing. There are great resources, which I will include in the show notes. If you are a midlife woman who is now looking to create a deeper relationship with yourself, to bring in more self-compassion, learn how to really take care of you without guilt or shame, and to set healthy boundaries in your life, in your relationships with yourself, reach out to me at elizabethcush.com and book a 30-minute discovery call. I'd love to talk to you. I hope you're all having a wonderful week. I hope that you all take good care of yourselves. And if you are having some midlife menopausal or perimenopausal stuff going on, know that you're not alone. Know that there are people you can reach out to for help. Have a wonderful week. Ciao for now from This Woman Warrior. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Woman Warriors Podcast. The information in this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health professional. Music was written and performed by Andy Cush. If you'd like more information on this episode, you can find the show notes, the resources shared today, and links to the guest profiles at womanwarriors.com.